Let's cover food addiction really quickly. One of the biggest revelations that a lot of my students have when they begin working with me is that they even have an addiction to food. And I realized we need to step a few steps back before we even start talking about how to overcome a food addiction um, and to help you recognize if you have one. Um, I didn't even realize that, you know, there were so many people who didn't realize that food could be addictive in the first place. You know, guys, food can be a true drug right and when we all the ways in which we typically think about addiction when it comes to substances like alcohol nicotine opioids uh, a lot of those same things are at play when it comes to food addiction so what i want to do really quickly is give you three signs that you may be addicted to food okay so first you know you have to understand that food can truly be addictive how and why because a lot of the food we eat today is highly highly processed meaning it's not we're not consuming it how it comes out of the ground. We're consuming it after it's been manipulated by man, okay? So the processing of the food is typically what lends to its addictive qualities. Processing means man has stripped the original content of the food, taken it in a lab, maybe added something to it, taken something out of it, chemically manipulated it so that it can be highly palatable. And the top three things that's added to food to make it highly palatable is what we call SOS, salt, oil, or sugar, right? These really highly addictive, highly palatable substances are added to foods in order to get you to come back for more and more over and over and over again. So I want to run down three signs that you may have a food addiction and hopefully this will help you approach your dietary patterns a little bit better, recognizing that you're dealing with an addiction and not just um, a lack of discipline or a lack of willpower or a lack of a proper strategy, okay? All right, so I'm gonna go through behavioral, physical, and emotional signs of addiction, food addiction, all right? So the first is behavioral. One of the ways you know that you may be addicted to sugar or salt or fatty foods is behaviorally, you have a loss of self control. One one of the simplest ways I help my students to define addiction is simply the loss of self-control. You know you shouldn't be eating this because um, it doesn't align with the goals you're trying to achieve in this season of your health. You know that it's not good for you. Maybe you have a pre-existing condition where eating this will complicate that condition even more, yet you can't stop yourself, right? Despite the consequences, the loss of self-control despite the consequences is one of the first behavioral signs of food addiction, right? Like, you know you have high blood pressure, high cholesterol, heart disease, you know you're overweight, you know you have stomach issues, yet you continue to eat the things that you know are going to cause a flare-up, know are going to cause pain and discomfort later logically that wouldn't make sense to you if you were thinking in your right mind if i know this is going to hurt me harm me make me feel bad why would i consume it yet you can't stop yourself okay so behaviorally with when it comes to food addiction one of the first and foremost signs is going to be a loss of self-control especially despite despite negative consequences all right all right then second sign of food addiction is going to be physical Essentially, what this means is what happens, what happens 
when you try to stop eating the substance or consuming the substance is one sign that you are physically, meaning biochemically addicted to something, right? So one very common uh, example of this is we have students in, in Farm to Table who, um, when they start the program, we gotta, we gotta let the coffee go, we gotta let the sugar go. And what happens physically? Headaches, right? What happens, you know, physically, these extreme cravings, right? Um, their sleep may be disrupted, you know, or uh, especially when we take dairy out of our students' diet, um, the mucus starts draining from their body excessively, right? So what physically happens when you remove the substance out of your regimen is one sign because when you stop eating vegetables and fruit, when you go, you know, days and some of you guys months, oh my God, <laughs> without fruits and vegetables, you notice there's no negative impact. I mean, you might develop nutritional deficiencies or whatever, but what I'm saying is you don't get headaches, right? You don't get all this drainage of mucus, right? When you stop eating something that's good for you, but when you stop consuming something that's not good for you, that your body has developed a biochemical um, dependency on, you typically have what's called in the drug world withdrawals. So one physical sign that you are addicted to food is withdrawals. What happens when you stop consuming it? Okay. And then the third sign of food addiction is going to be emotional trigger. Okay. And this essentially means what happens when you do consume the substance? How do you feel this is emotional all right so how do you feel for a lot of our students especially when it comes to like sugar or maybe they're more of a salty person and they're like they, I can't stop eating these potato chips right or these french fries like they like the salty fatty co combination but you know oh, I'm supposed to be losing weight right now or you know I just got diagnosed as pre-diabetic or you know I'm dealing with depression and anxiety and I know this kind of triggers me when I eat this stuff right so the emotional guilt and shame that comes with consuming the substance. If you can't eat, I'm not saying everybody should stay away from all sugar, all candy all the time, but if there's guilt and shame attached to eating it, it's because you're experiencing this cognitive dissonance when you consume it, meaning you know you're not supposed to, you know you're supposed to be doing better based on a personal goal um, or, or something that you set for yourself and you're violating that. You're in a moment, you're having an immediate present moment of disobedience and that disobedience comes with guilt and shame. And so those are three signs that you are battling food addiction. One, behavioral, the loss of self-control, right? You can't stop yourself, right? Two, um, withdrawals, the physical things that literally happens because you can't disconnect yourself from this substance, right? And so, and when you try, you literally, it physically hurts, right? We see that all the time with drug addicts. Like they have to stay on the drug just so it won't hurt so bad when they stop using it. I've had students say this about caffeine. Like I tried to stop drinking coffee. The headaches were so bad. I had to have a cup right so withdrawals and then finally the emotions that comes with engaging in the behavior and eating that food and eating that burger that fries that fried chicken you know that cheese that butter how are how do you feel like it you know you're not in alignment because of the emotional disruption the emotional distress 
that is it, that happens that's caused by eating the food. So this is three signs that you may be addicted. I hope this helped you because sometimes we're trying to solve the problem the wrong way. But if we start by recognizing we actually have an addiction in it of itself, now we solve the problem differently. How? Because the only way, lean in and write this down, pass it to your neighbors, put it in the comments. The only way to get over addiction is abstinence. That's the only way, not moderation. Okay, say it with me. The only way to get over addiction is abstinence, not moderation. You cannot moderate an addiction. And that's what we try and do because we don't recognize that sugar is a narcotic. So we say, I'm just gonna eat less. I'm gonna reduce the amount right? I'm going to eat a different type of sugar. Oh, come on now. Who, who, who out there thought they was making a better choice when they switched to coconut sugar, right? Like maybe I could do this raw sugar. Maybe I could do this monk fruit. So what we do is we try and swap out the substance for a perceived better type of the drug, right? Or we just try and moderate and say, I'm just going to treat myself on this day or on my birthday or on the weekend, but you can't moderate an addiction. So the first thing you need to do is review this, these steps, review these, these checkpoints, Am I even addicted in the first place? Because you thought, you thought you just weren't disciplined. Like, you know, you just need to work on willpower, motivation better. Maybe, you know, you just need to get an accountability partner. No, no, you can't moderate an addiction. So once you recognize you're addicted, you, you then recognize that, okay, just like an alcoholic, you know, just like a cigarette smoker, you know, just like a drug addict, we don't let them have a little bit on a weekend as long as they do good Monday through Friday, do we, right? So I need you to treat this addiction to your sugar, to your salt, to your oil, to MSG, to, to all of whatever's your favorite junk food, whatever's your go-to, right? I need you to treat this addiction just like any other addiction. Get after it.